extravagant, a gift that is as infinite as God himself. God has a Christmas gift for you, and God is so eager for you to have it that God wants you to make sure that you open it before Christmas. God's Christmas gift is described in the Christmas story recorded in the Gospel of Matthew. So you might want to turn your Bible to the first chapter of the first book of the New Testament. And while you're turning to Matthew chapter 1, let me just uh, say that this is an unusual Sunday in uh, several regards, including the fact that this is a, a Sunday when God kind of changed the direction uh, of what I was going to say this morning. So God gave me a new message to kind of give to you uh, last night. And uh, so I'm going to ask uh, you to consider that maybe it is because God knew that you would be here. And God wanted you to hear this. So this is Matthew chapter 1, starting at verse 18. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit, because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, He did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife, but he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name, Jesus. So God's Christmas gift for you is wrapped up in those verses 22 and 23. All this fulfills what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. God's extravagant Christmas gift for you is the gift of Emmanuel, the gift of God with us. This is the present of presence, God's presence in your life. Here on the very first page of the New Testament is this Christmas story where we are told that Jesus is Emmanuel. God with us. That's the first page of the New Testament. Now, the rest of the gospel accounts that will come after this are really the story of what God means when he says, I am God with you, Emmanuel. All the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, are God's way of telling us in the life of Jesus, in the events of Jesus' life, what it means when he says, I am with you. For instance, when Jesus attended a wedding and ended up performing a wine miracle, God's telling us that he is with us in the most joyful and happiest moments of life. 
at the opposite extreme when Jesus wept and wept and wept at the tomb of his friend Lazarus. God is telling us that he is with us in our most painful moments of life. Disciples, Peter, James, and John were professional fishermen. And Jesus fished with them. Uh, So God is telling us that he is with us in every aspect of life. Not just in church or Bible studies or, or prayer meetings. So let me go a step further here. Because Emmanuel means God with us. But the life of Jesus shows that not only is God with us, the life of Emmanuel shows how God is with you, 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 individually. Through the life of Jesus Emmanuel, God wants you to know that he is with you personally if you are a follower of Jesus. The Christmas message of Jesus Emmanuel is a personal message of from God. You know, as you read the Gospels, it's God's personal message to you. He says, look at the life of Jesus, and in the events of Jesus, you can see what I mean, what I want to be, how I want to be with you. This isn't just my idea. This is, this is something that Jesus, Emmanuel, said himself. In the Gospel of, of John, chapter 10, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep by Name. God in Jesus. Jesus is God. He has a mind that allows him to know not only the names of his sheep in the first century, but also in the 21st century. Jesus knows his name, his sheep by name. God knows you personally. And if you listen, you will hear this shepherd's voice saying, Right now, open my Christmas gift for you. Receive the gift of Emmanuel, which is the present of presence. It's the present of God's presence in your life. And you may say, how do I do this? Uh, How do I receive and open this gift of Emmanuel? Well, let me suggest three steps toward this opening of the present of God's presence. The first step toward receiving this gift of Emmanuel is to let God be with you in the routine of your life. God wants to be with you in the routine of your everyday life. We know that God wants to walk with you through the details of your life because this is what Jesus Emmanuel did when he came to earth. The Gospels are the story of Jesus hanging out. Spending everyday time with his followers. In the Gospel of Luke, for instance, we read how Jesus was with Peter in the routine of his life. Peter was a fisherman. And on the very first day that Peter met Jesus, Pete had been on the water all day long and didn't catch anything. He had his nets all clean and he was ready to go home when Jesus came along and said, Peter, uh, go out in the boat one more time. And Peter whined and explained that the fish were not biting. It was a bad fishing day. But Jesus convinced him to go out one more time. And so Peter went out and dropped his net over the side of the boat. And 
pulled it in, and all of a sudden this bad fishing day turned into the best fishing day he ever had as the nets were so full that they swamped the boat. Another time, uh, Peter was uh, uh, having his taxes due. And uh, Peter didn't have any money because he was uh, following Jesus instead of fishing. And so in Matthew chapter 17, Jesus tells Peter, Peter, uh, let me solve this problem for you. Uh, I'm the tax master. So just, just go out there and uh, get one fish, you know, and, uh, or just set your net over the side of the boat. Open the mouth of a fish and uh, you'll see a couple coins inside the fish's mouth. Pay your taxes and mine. So Peter did it. He looked in the mouth of the fish and sure enough, there was the tax money. What's the point? Well, out of all the places Jesus could have chosen his first meeting with Peter, Jesus chose to meet Peter in the routine job of his routine fishing. Out of all the ways he could have done that, Jesus makes sure that he's introducing himself to Peter through his everyday fish. Peter was a fisherman. Fishing was his routine. Fish were his everyday life. And so Emmanuel walked into Peter's life, and he didn't make Peter sign up for a seminar in Jerusalem. He didn't take Peter out for a retreat in the mountains. God was with Peter and his routine fish. And Peter received this present of presents because he let Jesus be with him in his everyday routine. And this is the gift that God wants you to open today. God is eager for you to open this gift of Emmanuel, eager to be with you. You're conscious of that in your everyday life. Can you imagine what your routine life would be like if you really opened this gift? Can you imagine what your routine would be like if you really spent it with Jesus? Let's say you go to work and your coworker uh, in the middle of the day uh, comes to you all agitated and says, I just took a call for you. Your client wants a new, fresh approach and your deadline is next week. We can't lose this account. I told them that you'd come up with something. What are you going to do? And you smile and you say, God only knows. And uh, Jesus is right there with you. And he says, that's right. I'm God. I created this whole world in six days. So if creativity is what you need, I think we've got a shot here. <laughs> and, and let's just say, uh, you know, you're, uh, you're with other routine people in your day. The, the cashier, the woman at the cash register. Um, people that you consider unimportant in your life. You, you look at them suddenly different because Jesus is with you. And you see how important they are to him. And so you take time to respond to them as real people. Other times uh, you're in your routine and you hear a gentle whisper when you're with some people and Jesus says, go ahead, tell them about me. I've brought this person to you because I want to love them through you. So don't be afraid. I'm with you. Just reach out. And after work, you uh, get into bumper, bumper traffic on the uh, Merritt Parkway, and you turn to Jesus in the passenger seat, and you say, can't you do something about this? <laughs> and uh, 
Jesus says, wow, merit traffic does give a bad name to eternity, doesn't it? Uh, and, you know, Jesus says, actually, this is a good time for us just to talk. And so you do. You find that having Jesus with you throughout your day fills you with so much joy because there's always something to be thankful for. And there's so much to be excited about because every day is an adventure with Jesus. And you find that when you open the present of God's presence, you don't worry because there's a lot of peace in knowing that God is with you. You don't get angry. Because those hurtful things that people say just seem insignificant compared to the overwhelming love you receive from Emmanuel, who is with you. Can you imagine this? Can you imagine what it would be like if you really opened this gift of Emmanuel? The second step toward uh, this opening of the present of presence is to let God be with you in the storyline of your life. Uh, My life is a story. Your life is a story. Every person's life is a story. But most people think of their story in their life as just a string of meaningless events that primarily are written in their lives by fate or chance or coincidence. But those who really open this gift that I'm talking about They see their life story much differently. When I receive this present of presence, I see God with me in the storyline details of my life. Instead of seeing my life as random details, I see God authoring a story with meaning. And so instead of seeing my story written by chance or coincidence, I see God bringing purpose into the storyline of my life. Let's go back to Peter. Uh, Just think what Peter would have missed if after bringing that best ever catch of fish into his boat, Peter said, well, that is an interesting coincidence. Or just think what Peter would have missed if he would have taken the coins out of the fish's mouth and said, well, you know, fish do go for shiny things, and so I guess there's a rational explanation for this. Uh, it's kind of a, a coincidence. If Peter had viewed his storyline as written by coincidence and chance, he would have missed the gift of Emmanuel. And the same is true for me and for you. You will never experience the present of presence if you just see your life as a string of random events that can be just explained by coincidence. To receive the gift of Emmanuel, you need to stop believing in chance and start believing in Emmanuel. You need to stop seeing coincidences and start seeing God with you in the storyline of your life. And when you see God in your story, it becomes a story full of meaning. Now there's meaning in every phone call. Now there's there's no coincidence in uh, the people that you meet. Every appointment you have is suddenly a divine appointment because God is bringing meaning into the storyline. All right, the third step toward 
receiving this present of presence is to let God be with you in the pain of your life. When the infinite God of the galaxies came to earth in Jesus, Emmanuel didn't go looking for the popular people or the old, you know, put-together power people. He didn't try to get accepted by the in crowd. When God came to earth, he went looking for hurting people. He went looking for people who had a need for God. That was Peter. Peter was kind of a nobody in the middle of nowhere, small-town fisherman, but we also can read between the lines and see that maybe he had some anger issues uh, in his life. But Jesus found Simon and named him Peter, which means the rock. So Jesus transformed simple Simon into this world-changing Peter we're still talking about today. And God says to you, you see that story? You see that story? That's for you, too. I want to do the same thing in your life. That's what it means for you to be Emmanuel in your life. Jesus touched and healed the leper. No one else would touch. This is Jesus saying, that's my way of saying, I want to be with you in your private pain. Jesus touched and healed the bleeding woman. No doctor could help. God says to you, that's me saying that I want to be with you wherever you're hemorrhaging, disappointment, or fear. Jesus touched the coffin of a widow's son and raised that boy to life. And Jesus says, I want you to know that's my way of saying to you that I want to be with you in your impossible situations. I want to be in the midst of those areas of your life where no one else has an answer. I want to be that answer. You receive the gift of Emmanuel when instead of ignoring God in your crisis, you let him be with you, even in your pain. And when you open the gift of Emmanuel, you're opening yourself up to someone who is with you and understands your pain firsthand. And you say, what does God in heaven know about my pain? What does God know about giving the best 25 years of your career to a company that just then tosses you out in a corporate shuffle? And Emmanuel says, I know what it's like to be sold for 30 pieces of silver. You say, God, what do you know about an unfaithful spouse who throws out 15 years of marriage? And Emmanuel says, I know what it's like to be betrayed by a kiss. You may say, God, what do you know about loneliness? And Emmanuel says, I know what it's like to have your best friend deny that he even knew you. You may say, God, what do you know about being rejected by the people who are supposed to love you? And Emmanuel says, I know what it is to be spat upon and ridiculed and beaten by the people I created. Such that I have to say, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. So how do you open this gift, this present of presence? Well, you let God be with you in the routine of your life. You let God be with you in the storyline of your life. And you let God be with you in the pain 
of your life. Uh, This can all be summarized in four words. Let God love you. Let God in to the details of your life. This is the message of Christmas. The God who created the sun, the billions of stars, this God who created you, loves you so much that he came down personally in Jesus. Look in the manger. God came as an innocent baby, reaching out with tiny hands and miniature feet. But these same hands and these same feet were nailed to a cross so that you could be forgiven, so that you could have this gift of Emmanuel in your life to really experience, not just talk about. So you could be with God every day, every moment, and not just talk about it. The message of Christmas is that God wants to be with you in your daily routine, in your life story, and in your life pain. God calls you right now to receive and open this gift. And don't wait for Christmas. Decide that you're going to do it in some meaningful way right now. Let's pray. So like I said, maybe God wanted me to bring this message this day, in this way, because he knew you'd be here. Because he knows the, the path that you've been on. He knows the trajectory of that path. And this is a moment. This is a moment that will shape the rest of your walk with Jesus. So right now, Jesus is holding out to you this gift and saying, can you see it? Can you see the kind of life that I want to walk with you? Would you let me in? So maybe right now you could just uh, say something to Jesus about that. And how you want to open this gift and not just talk about it. So just spend a moment, would you, just... uh, Responding to Jesus. Please stand now as we close. God, sometimes we can't believe it. We just can't hardly believe it that You, in all your majesty, in all your infinity and immensity, that you came as a baby. But equally mysterious is that you, this great God of the universe, would also want to come to little old us, into our lives, in a meaningful, day-to-day way. Lord, would you help us to not only believe it, but really live it as we really open this present of presence, your presence in our lives. 
Amen. Thanks for coming.